In today's prevalent culture, the institution of the family and faith are under attack. With absolute confidence in the grace and power of God, we at Forming Faithful Families, whose primary mission is strengthening families in the faith, have been inspired to put out into the deep, see Luke 5:4, to do our part to turn this tide. Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton, is a faithful and trustworthy weekly radio program in service to the new evangelization, saturated with scripture and containing teaching, reflections, anecdotes, and encouragement pertaining to our Catholic faith, with a substantial focus on marriage and family life faith formation. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton. The theme of our program today Awe of Life, Episode 1, Core Material Borrowed from Our Books, Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities, and Better by the Dozen, Plus Two, Anecdotes and a Philosophy of Life from a Family of 16. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, own us, possess us, teach us, move us, heal us, in Jesus' name. The love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, who has been given us. Romans 5, 6. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I think awe of life is perhaps even better than the term respect life. Let's be in awe of life. Be in awe of life. Let's share our awe of life with everyone we are blessed to encounter. It is going to take probably at least three episodes to really touch on this most critical truth, this life and death situation that exists in our hearts and the culture we are immersed in. We will touch on abortion, euthanasia, population control, artificial contraception, the awesome gift of life, and our call as Catholics, Christians, and everyone to nurture and defend life from conception to natural death. Please let others know about this program. I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. Choose life then that you and your descendants may live. Deuteronomy 30, 19. Kathleen and I have been blessed in our marriage with 19 beautiful children, ages 29 to 9. Starting with the oldest, they are Shannon, Tara, Grace, Colleen, Deirdre, Bridget, Shane, Fiona, Moore, Claire, Patrick, Mairead, Bridie, Shayla, and in heaven, we have five children who were miscarried or stillborn, Maximilian, Mary, Teresa, Gerard, James, Paul, Francis, Xavier, and Joseph Faustina. Interestingly, Kathleen had our first child at the age of 26, and she had nine of our children, including six live births and three miscarriages between the ages of 38 and 46. Kathleen and I experienced our fourth and fifth miscarriages, Francis Xavier and Joseph Faustina, when Kathleen and I were in our early to mid-40s. Then, in our bountiful father's perfect plan, came two more healthy babies, Bridie Rosemary and Almost exactly one year later, when Kathleen was 46 years old and I was 47, Shayla Maeve, 
our 14th living child, and our 19th altogether, counting our five babies in heaven. I think back to the times Kathleen would have a new baby, and I would bring all the kids to see her and the baby at the hospital, and a nurse would stop us in the hallway invariably and tell me that only the parent and siblings were allowed to visit. I guess she was thinking that I had brought the entire neighborhood or school with me. And I would respond, these are all my children, and keep on walking while the nurse would look on suspiciously at us. We are truly an ordinary family. The trouble is that in this day and age, an ordinary family has become extraordinary. May today's extraordinary family become ordinary once again. I am unapologetically pro-choice. What did you just say, James? Aren't you a Catholic? Well, I am using the morally correct definition of the term pro-choice, which should mean pro-life. I exercise my free will to try to always choose the truth. That is to choose to do what is right and defend precious life every time and in every way from the moment of conception until natural death. God invites and implores us to always choose life, though he will never force us, as he will never interfere with the gift of free will he has given to us, because then we would not be capable of choosing to love, which is the only way to authentically love. Among other pro-life truths, we are totally and unconditionally opposed to abortion. Abortion is a horrible, evil, and travesty. Having said this, we do not condemn anyone who has had an abortion. We are opposed to the decision and act of an abortion. We leave judgment of the individual to God, whose bountiful mercy is always available when we repent, always. I'm sad to report that Kathleen and I are potentially guilty of abortion ourselves and that we used the pill for a period of time before we started our family. We long ago repented of and regret this objectively grave sin, which has been washed away in the precious blood of our merciful Lord Jesus. You see, whatever you may think about the morality of so-called contraception, the scientific fact that many are totally unaware of is that the pill, as well as some other forms of so-called birth control, does have an abortifacient property, wherein breakthrough fertilization may occur, while at the same time, the pill has made the lining of the womb, the endometrium, hostile toward the implantation of the fertilized egg, which is indeed a very small, unique, gifted, unrepeatable human being, thus causing the death of the baby. And some may argue that there is not a human life present. But if there is not a human life, what in the world is it? You see, the church teaches the truth that life begins at conception, which is further defined as fertilization. At that moment, when the sperm fertilizes the egg, God breathes an immortal soul into the child. When else would life begin other than at the beginning? Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you came to 
birth. I consecrated you. Jeremiah 1, 5. And no matter how small, the life of the child is just as important as any other. Can we ever justly base the value of a human being on his or her size or some other non-essential attribute? Is a 30-year-old, 200-pound, well-educated, affluent man dressed in an expensive suit more valuable than a one-year-old toddler? Of course not. God has endowed us with the power to co-create life utilizing our gift of sexuality. There's another power that makes us much like God through no merit of our own. It is purely an awe-inspiring gift. As the love between the Father and the Son bears fruits, as the third person, namely the Holy Spirit of the Most Holy Trinity, three divine persons, one God, so does the love between man and wife bear fruit in the third person of a beautiful child. Husband and wife are called to hold nothing back from the other, to surrender everything, to die to themselves in giving all they are and all they have to the other as Jesus prayed to his Father. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine. John 17, 10. True love between husband and wife is called to be entirely reciprocal, not holding back, especially in our God-given gift and power of fertility. Jesus and his church have raised sex above the banal pursuit of pleasure to a sacrament or something sacred. Each time a married couple unites in one flesh, they are truly renewing their marriage vows, in a sense, dying to themselves so as to give themselves completely to the other. Some translations of Holy Scripture read, quote, And Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived. Genesis 4.1, King James Bible. When a man and wife become one flesh, they truly come to know the other in the most profound way possible. This special knowing is only for them, no one else. Thus, absolute fidelity is expected and vowed to by the spouses when they enter into matrimony. There needs to be a lifelong, indissoluble commitment for such a splendid gift to be shared. Sexual activity, properly engaged in between husband and wife, is sacred and respects the dignity of the other, who is a temple of the Holy Spirit. What we do with our body, we also do with our soul and spirit, which are all inseparable. It is not as if the soul is isolated and hidden away somewhere such as in the heart. No. It permeates the entire body. Our bodies, too, are sacred, as are the bodies of others. Our bodies are not even our own property. We have been bought and paid for by our Lord Jesus. Quoting 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20, Your body, you know, is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you since you received him from God. You are not your own property. 
you have been bought and paid for. That is why you should use your body for the glory of God. May we do everything for the glory of God. Glory to God in the highest, not to me in the lowest. Love is never selfish. See 1 Corinthians 13, 4-5. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families. Formingfaithfulfamilies.com is our website. You can call us at 708-334-1988. Email us at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com. Faithful Families is now offering our 15-episode video series on DVD, filmed in stunning high definition with a free downloadable Small Faith Discussion Group program guide. We hope that you will consider purchasing, implementing, and promoting this video series at the personal and small group level. Forming Faithful Families is a faithful and trustworthy parish-based and small faith community program for marriage and family life faith formation in service to the new evangelization pertaining to the Catholic faith. Listen to this recommendation. Firmly grounded in the teaching of the Catholic Church, sacred scripture, and the wisdom of the saints, with this series, James and Kathleen offer a thirsty world a refreshing and satisfying drink. It also makes a great gift with eternal benefits for both the giver and the receiver. To order your DVD set today, visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. That's formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. Faced with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, James Littleton came to more profoundly cherish what matters most, his relationship with God and his family. Through numerous courses of chemotherapy and an eventual bone marrow transplant, James was able to share his strong faith with God with others undergoing difficult times. Healed through cancer and other adversities highlights the principles this father of 19 relied on. James found many forms of healing that come through trials. Find consolation, encouragement, and helpful insights for your own struggles. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities offers inspiration and faith-building reminders of the God who offers so much that we may truly live. Seize hope to overcome your own difficulties in this uplifting account of one man's fascinating, self-reflective, and inspirational journey with cancer. Order your copy at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or request it from your local Catholic or secular bookstore. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Welcome back as we continue our discussion of Awe of Life. The beautiful gift of our sexuality is not something to be squandered or demeaned with a multiplicity of people. We should never make objects of others for our own pleasure. Thus, pornography is always wrong and disordered. With pornography, one takes pleasure at the expense and degradation of others. 1 Corinthians 13.6 Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins but delights in the truth. 
Unfortunately, there is an epidemic of pornography today. Many are addicted, and as with any addiction, the assistance of a higher power is needed in order to break with it. And that higher power has a name. And that name, above all names, is Jesus. I think that the beauty, the truth, and magnificence of human sexuality can be easier to comprehend when one has a heavy cross to carry, as we tend to become more open to the grace of God needed to understand, embrace, live, and persevere in these and other objectively true moral teachings of Jesus and his holy Catholic Church. We are healed by God in that we receive a much greater capacity to comprehend the truth about how precious every life truly is, as we experience in a critical way perhaps the fragility of our own precious life. We are given a greater capacity to see others not as objects of our gratification, but as the dignified brothers and sisters, children of God, temples of the Holy Spirit, worthy of love, respect, and care that they truly are. Never fear. God is with us to show the way and to give us all the help we need to live true love. But we cannot live this without him. I want to share a quick insight into Matthew 27, 32-33, in relation to this topic about Simon the Cyrenian. On their way out, they came across a man from Cyrene, Simon by name, and enlisted him to carry his cross. Why from Cyrene? The Word of God does not place meaningless words into the text. Why does the Bible tell us this detail? Well, I did some research. It is interesting that the chief local export of Cyrene, through much of its early history, was the medicinal herb Silphium, S-I-L-P-H-I-U-M, which was used to induce an abortion, referred to in the medical community as an abortifacient. The herb was pictured on most Cyrenian coins. Perhaps there is a secondary apropos message in this gospel passage, wherein there was a need for reparation by a Cyrenian, a Christ figure, for the sin of the myriad of abortions the Cyrenians were complicit with. Know that scripture contains an infinite number of precious treasures to be hunted and discovered with the help of the Holy Spirit. Open up your Bible every day and rejoice in the gifts that you will receive. We've been asked, Kathleen and I, what do you suggest for couples seeking to discern what God asks of them through the church's call to responsible parenthood? Let's first qualify that our recommendations are always 100% in conformity with the beautiful and true teachings of the Catholic Church. Here we are discussing openness to life within marriage. The answer to this question lies in the law of love, and also, of course, in hope and trust, as opposed to fear, which so infects the world today. Kathleen and I made 
the regretful mistake of beginning our marriage, succumbing to the lie of artificial contraception, including the use of the abortifacient pill. By the sublime grace of God, we converted from this error and have been showered with the undeserved grace of having thus far 19 children, 14 on earth and 5 in heaven. The Catholic Church teaches that it is necessary that each and every marriage act remain ordered, per se, to the procreation of human life. See Catechism of the Catholic Church 2366. Why would the Church teach this? What business is it of theirs, you might ask? Okay, I can understand this initial reaction. Let's see if we can shed a little light on this question. In other words, each marital act must include both the element of unity, oneness, and pleasure, which are good, along with the potential life-giving side of the act. Should we accept one benefit and power of this gift from God while rejecting the other? This calls for openness to the gift of life and trust in God's providence. The church does, of course, allow for couples to space the births of their children for just reasons via natural family planning. So the subjective question comes down to married couples discovering the will of God each month, each cycle of fertility, regarding their openness and readiness to embrace and be open to co-creating new life in partnership with God, of bringing a beautiful new person into existence in time and eternity, an unrepeatable, unique human person with an irreplaceable and necessary mission for the glory of God and the salvation of souls. This possibility is not an imposition, but rather a transcendent gift of the very creative power of God himself. It is humbling and awe-inspiring to think that our Heavenly Father chooses to subject His ache to pour out new life to the choice and generosity of human beings on whom He has bestowed yet another awesome power, that of free will. God will never interfere with our free will, yet ultimately, We are called to respond to this and all his gifts in love. The key virtue of hope is vital in regard to openness to life in marriage. God is with you. Be not afraid. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. You can email us at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com. You'll find a little bit of yesterday that will delight you today at the Family Hearth General Store, a nonprofit ministry of forming faithful families in historic Frankfort, Illinois. The 1870s style old storefront honors home, faith and family life, featuring vintage wares and unique gifts for special family occasions. From Victorian replicas, vintage decor, quilts, candles, antique samplers, and jewelry, to unique books, hand-milled soaps, old-time candy, ice cream, and bottles of pop, you'll find a warm welcome here around the family hearth. A cozy fireplace, fresh gourmet coffees, and teas await your visit. So come, sit a spell. 
Find us on the main street of Frankfurt at 119 Kansas Street and be sure to visit the online store at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Like us on Facebook or give us a call at 708-334-1988. Thank you for listening to Forming Faithful Families. You listen to us to find ways to strengthen your family in the faith and to better live out your role as Catholic parents. Please help us help you. We appreciate your prayers and a donation to help support this program. Any donation will be a blessing. You can also become one of Forming Faithful Families partners with a monthly donation. It's easy. Visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com and click on the donate link. There you'll find our mailing address to send a check or use the PayPal button to make a secure donation. You can even call Forming Faithful Families to make a donation at 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. Forming Faithful Families is a 5013C charitable organization. Click on the donate link at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. See and support the entire scope of our ministry. Help us help you with your prayers and a donation as we're Forming Faithful Families. We would like you, our listeners, to know that James and Kathleen Littleton of Forming Faithful Families are available individually or as a couple nationally as speakers. They offer talks, retreats, and workshops on a variety of Catholic themes. James and Kathleen can be reached with questions or speaking engagement requests at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. Visit their website at www.formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. We continue our discussion about awe of life. My wife Kathleen and I have met so many people who only needed one word of encouragement or one example to find the hope and courage to do what they already knew they wanted in their hearts, what God wanted, to be open, if so blessed, to having another child in their marriage. Their sense of joy, relief, and peace was evident when they shared or implied their decision to be open to bring another life into time and eternity. No, we are not arguing that everyone needs to have as many children as physically possible without any regard for their circumstances. But in line with the Catholic Church, we encourage potentially fertile couples to be generous and reevaluate the possibility of having another child if God so grants this gift. To examine this in a prayerful way, open to God's will with a supernatural, faith-filled perspective. This faith-filled perspective will never fail us. It will never fail you because God will never leave us, nor will he ever fail us. When we pray and contemplate Jesus and his love and the magnificence of each human being in comparison with inferior things such as our fears, and yes, our tendency toward often being selfish and materialistic. I know I have this tendency. When we live the sacramental life of the church, when we seek the guidance of the sweet guest of our souls, the Holy Spirit, and when we humble ourselves to seek the counsel of wise and holy people God has placed into our lives, our response to our merciful Heavenly Father's gift of life will take on a new and deeper and true perspective. 
our life is blessed with a new sublime perception empowered by God. You see, we suggest couples not only apply their reason and their intellect alone. Yes, use your intellect and reason, but not only that. No, not what the dominant culture attempts to impose, but also faith and even with a higher regard for faith so as not to try to make God small, not to try to put God in a tiny box. Our Heavenly Father has the power and ability to provide all we need, and He will. God is never outdone in generosity. May Jesus give us the grace to be His pourers in the world and for all eternity. Let's pour ourselves out in love for Jesus today. Let's pour ourselves out for someone whom God puts in our path today, especially when it's difficult to do. I'm sure you will be generous. Pray that I will be too. You are so good at heart. Why? Because God made you that way. You are his masterpiece. All will be well. Count on it. We have Jesus, so we have everything. Contact us at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Call us at 708-334-1988. God love you. You have been listening to Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton. Visit their website, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Email them at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988.